So examination, which is considered one of the toughest to crack on earth and uh, so much hype about it. And it is supposed to be cracked by most intelligent people. Papers are designed by, again, very intelligent people. And they have defined these things should be minimum uh, uh, criterion for cracking it. And what is that? physics, chemistry, mathematics, these many marks you have to score. There is individual cutoff, there is overall cutoff. However, there is no necessity felt to impart this most important knowledge, which is of foremost importance in the Vedic culture. And what is that? That is religion. So in the scriptures, very beautiful description is given of Ram Rajya. When Lord Ram Chandra was ruling, then it was so nice. The entire kingdom, the weather was very pleasant. Now we see it rains suddenly. Sometimes it is flooding also everywhere, every time uh, in many places in Mumbai, it floods. Even though BMC is trying very nicely, I mean the municipal corporation of Mumbai. But still, they are not able to do anything. It floods every time. There are some walls which are falling, some people which are suffering. And in many parts of the country, sometimes, and we see in Germany also, it happened, it flooded. And they are telling why this climate is behaving in a very wrong way. We are destroying our planet. So when Lord Ramchandra was ruling, there were no such conditions at all. Rains would happen at the proper time. Ideally, there is a time for rains. Rain should not happen in the daytime. It should rain at the night time. When the people are taking rest, then it rains down. And in the morning, they can work on their fields. So God has designed everything very nicely, very systematically, so that we can live peacefully. So rains would happen at the right time, the right amount of rains, neither over rains nor under rains. The weather would not be too extreme, neither too hot nor too cold. It would be very pleasant to live. And there was no disease at all. Nobody was diseased in the kingdom. There was no physical anxiety, no physical suffering, no mental anxiety, even for the animals. Animals were also very, very peaceful, who are otherwise supposed to be always in anxiety. The father would die and then the son would die. So there was one such exception. And thus that father went to Lord Ramchandra that my son has died because of uh, died before me. It is because of you. You are the king. You are not ruling properly. So this is the responsibility of the king. The scriptures mention and this science people do not know. Nothing is happen by, happening by chance. If the ruler is not good, then uh, the entire kingdom has to suffer. And if the ruler is good, entire kingdom was happy. No disease. No death also. Death would come only to those people who desire it. This is called Ramarajya. And this was a situation in Maharaj Yudhishthir's time also. And like this, many great kings have been there. If they follow laws of nature very, very nicely, then won't be any problem at all. So we want all these facilities. We are doing a lot of research. And all the great institutes are trying to get rid of disease. Disease-lessness is a very over-ambitious objective. They may not even conceive of it. But anyhow, they are trying to get rid of disease, get trying to get rid of even death by so much of scientific endeavor. So they want Ram Rajya, but without Ram. How is it possible? Can you have an apple without Steve Jobs? It is not possible. So he was sent out of the company, but then it was not possible to maintain it without him. So they brought him back. So it is not possible to have Ram Rajya without Ram. Simply if you bring Ram, Ram Rajya will come. And if you want to take the Ram only out of the kingdom, then you cannot have Ram Rajya. It is not possible. So in a similar fashion, we want to have peace in society. We want happiness, prosperity, all these things. But we do not want to have dharma. So the scriptures are mentioning this dharma, this religion is very, very important. The most important education which should be imparted to human beings. Why it should be imparted? What is the necessity? The necessity is to elevate human being from animal platform. 
No, we are not on animal platform. You are calling us animals. See, we have big institutes of research. We have wonderful labs with most advanced machines. So Srila Prabhupada very beautifully explains that if you simply do the activities which an animal is doing in a polished way, you cannot call yourself a human being. A crude example we can take. Suppose a sweeper is there and the sweeper is mopping the floor. With a very advanced, using advanced technology, electric mopping machine. Then a simple mopping cloth. Can we tell a sweeper, you have become very advanced. So you are manager now. You are using electrical mopping machine. No. So because the activity is same, he will still be a sweeper. Of course, this is not to demean any designation or any activity. So we devotees don't do it. Even a devotee who is very advanced, who has spent many, a long time in the movement, you can find him cleaning the floor even after 20, 30 or 40 years and doing some menial services. But materialists do that. For them, this position is high, this position is low. They work very hard to rise higher. So from that perspective, you cannot tell that the sweeper has become a manager simply because he's using technology. No, because the activity is the same. In a similar fashion, the scriptures point out that activity remains the same. A dog is eating directly with its mouth. You may use forks and spoons, but the activity of eating remains the same. Dog is trying to find out mates on the street. You are trying to find out on your phones, on dating and mating apps, but activity same. You are finding out a mate. So eating, mating, sleeping, defending. So thus it is eye-opening shloka. Ahar nidra methuna mevacha samanya metat pashabhir nadana. Ahar nitra bhai methun. Ahar means eating, nidra means sleeping. Bhai means fear, you need to defend yourself. And methun means sex pleasure. Samanyab etat pashubhir nananam. These activities are same for human being as well as animals. So what is the differentiating factor? The differentiating factor is dharmo hitesham adhiko vishesho. Dharme nahina pashubhi samana. So this is very important to understand. Dharma. The religion is the only differentiating factor. Dharmo hitesham adhiko vishesho. Dharma If dharma is not there, this science is not taught, this education of religion is not there, then pashubhi samana, then human being is like an animal. He's simply doing those activities in a polished way. So we cannot call them. So right now you could be there in a big institute, in ordinary institute or in no institute. The activity remains the same. All the institutes, all the companies, ultimate objective is ahar, nidra, eating, mating, sleeping, defending, arrangement for all these activities. That's it. Maximum budget of the country goes in defense. The uh, main downloadable content on the internet is that of pornography, mating, and all the money people they spent is making their houses, place for sleeping. And of course, eating is the is considered very great enjoyment. Everyone wants to do that. So all the human civilization is centered around, you know, these sensual activities. So then we cannot call self that we are more advanced than animals. We are just like animals. So Prabhu, what is wrong if we can uh, remain like animal as Prabhupada was explaining? So we should try to come to human platform at least. In the next life, if you lead a life like this, you may become dog. You run the risk of becoming a dog. So one student asked Prabhupada, so what is the difficulty if we become dog? That is very good. So Prabhupada will just see their intelligence. They are thinking becoming dog is also not bad because dog can mate openly in the street and we have to do so much botheration. Dog is very free, unlimited partners you can find on the street. So people do not think. So they ask that what is the difficulty if we remain or we become animal? Either in this life, we remain like animal or in next life. If we transmigrate to animal species, what is the difficulty? So the difficulty is if we remain on animal platform, then we will also suffer like animals. You want to enjoy like animals, then you will suffer also like animals. Animal is always, we want peace in society, but animals, can you expect peace from them? So you can tell some dogs, please don't whine and fight with each other. Be very, very peaceful. Make a 
united dog organization and then you discuss out sort out the issues very peacefully never bark it is not possible so we want civilization to behave like animals but we want peace in the world so that is not possible that is why they made league of nations after first world war then they made united nations organization and so many other things are there which are going on war is also going on and war is increasing only uh, across the world nobody has been able to stop so just like animals they fight a lot even uh, when the relationship is very intimate there is mantis that uh, insect when male and female mantis they meet then the female mantis after enjoying she eats away takes out the head of the male mantis but still so much it is fond of sex pleasure that it goes for that pleasure and loses its head so most of the times it is killed so that we see in human society also now it is happening like animals they kill each other after enjoyment sometimes snakes they kill their offsprings after birth and similar thing we saw in human society mother very educated they were running a media house and the daughter started blackmailing the mother uh, for money and other properties and the mother killed the daughter itself and it was very brutal cut into small pieces we don't wish to discuss very horrible things so if mother can kill daughter what is the civilization the place where we are sitting in this society one of the richest persons of the country and he's fighting with his daughter openly in the court uh, so not to blame them this is the ignorance which is spread in the society so there won't be peace even within the family there would be killing within the family what to speak of peace if we remain on animal platform thus this krishna consciousness the science of religion is very very important krishna consciousness is summit of religion so the religion imparts so many rules and regulations to human beings so human being is identified by and human being is meant to follow rules and regulations if a dog does not stop at the red light nobody will find a dog nobody would arrest a dog but human being if it if he violates he would be arrested so human being is supposed to follow some law and order animals it is not expected from them so this thing is missing in society they don't want to follow any rules and regulations just want to have a free life that is animal life human life means more rules and regulations so that is why varnashrama system is given or various systems as per the capacity of the individuals various religions have been introduced across the world and every religion is identified by set of rules and regulations that is why people tell we don't want to be religious we want to be spiritual <laughs> religion means they don't understand what is the purpose and so many rules and regulations which appear to be mindless so yeah they may appear to be mindless but actually they are very very scientific of course some are man made which is of no use but bona fide religions are very scientific so if you follow these rules and regulations very nicely then gradually a person can come to understanding come to human platform and why coming to human platform is required first of all you cannot solve all these problems of life peace happiness there is no question of peace happiness in animal society so human being would do like that and why they cannot solve the problems of life because only human being has got capacity if at all we are able to come to human consciousness of inquiring about krishna animal cannot understand krishna so why understanding of krishna is important because krishna is absolute truth vadanti tat tatva vidas tatvam yajgyanam advayam so understanding of absolute truth is very important to solve the problems of life that is common sense is it not Uh, an example if we take a thief is there who is arrested every time and that policeman of that area he arrests this thief and the thief thinks my cause of suffering is this policeman because he comes and arrests me every time i do some robbery so if i remove him out of picture i kill him or do something then i'll be safe so if that thief kills the policeman will he be safe and happy no he'll be more implicated then he does further research he analyzes no not this policeman this policeman arrests me but this judge is there and who is giving uh, me punishment so if i remove this advocate or if i remove this judge then i would be safe let me kill the judge only i think he is the cause of my problem will the thief be safe no 
So in this way, what we are doing is same mentality, same procedure, what thief is following to come out of the problems of life. Animal also tries to solve the problem of life. Animal feels hungry. Animal looks out for food. In this dustbin, that dustbin here, their dog will find out. And once the dog has eaten, then it is satisfied. But dog cannot do ultimate inquiry. So can I not make some arrangement, permanent arrangement of food so that I don't have to stay hungry entire night? Can I not make a refrigerator or storage like these humans make? Dog cannot think like that. Dog cannot further think, why am I feeling this hunger at all? This hunger is uh, uh, not very good feeling. Why am I suffering at all? Why this human being is throwing stone upon me? Why I am dog? Why he is human? Why different machines are given to us? Who has made this? Dog cannot inquire about this. So that is why unless we go to the ultimate cause, it is not possible to become completely happy. So if the thief is intelligent, then the thief will understand, oh, it is not because of uh, the policeman who arrests me. It is not because of the advocate who tries me in court. It is not because of the judge who writes a sentence against me. It is not because of the jailer. It is but because of myself. I am breaking these laws, so I am suffering. So this knowledge is completely missing from the human society. And we think, oh, the suffering is because I do not have enough degrees. Let me take one more degree. Let me do some uh, uh, courses. Let me do MBBS, BTEC, CA, MBA, etc., CFA. And then I will be happy. I'm suffering because money is not there. Let me have money. Let me maximize my money. I'll be happy. Oh, my partner is not good. Let me have a good spouse or partner. Then I will be happy. Let me have a big car. I'll be happy. This is animal mentality. Animal mentality. A person can become a billionaire or CEO for 10 companies. He can become chairman on the board of many, many companies, but, but a big animal. Vedas do not give any special value to anybody who does not have understanding of religion. Dharme nahina pashubhi samana. Just like animal, but dvipada pashu, Vedas mentioned, he is animal walking on two legs. So thus, this is very important. Very, very, you could be cracking any examination from the perspective of reality, absolute truth. We are but animals if we don't advance in this knowledge of dharma or religion. So religion is very important. Only then a person can understand. Only a human being can think, oh, how can I solve the problems of my life? Ultimately, I want to permanently solve all the problems. Animals cannot think of solving all the problems permanently. And thus they will keep on suffering from these problems. And inquiry has to be made till the last point. We have to approach absolute truth, not relative truth. The policeman is cause of suffering for the thief. This is a truth, but this is relative truth. This is not absolute truth. Yes, thief, policeman is responsible. Policeman arrests the thief. Judge is also responsible for thief suffering because he writes, but these are all relative truths. These are not absolute truths. The truth is that the thief is breaking law of nature. And actually law of the government and the laws of government also are not absolute truth. They are also not the absolute cause of suffering of the thief. Then the thief, if he is intelligent, he should ask, why am I breaking these laws? Because I think if I have money, I will enjoy. But those people who are having money, are they enjoying in life? Then the thief will think, no. So then what will make me happy in life? Then he will understand uh, that what is happiness. Then he will understand happiness is of different level. This is only physical happiness, happiness of my body for which I am stealing money. But I am not the body. That is why I am not satisfied. Neither wealthy people are satisfied. So if I am not the body, from where have I come in this body? Who has made all these bodies? Who is putting us into these bodies? In this way, inquiring, inquiring, he will come to the point of absolute truth and he is Krishna. And only a human being can understand Krishna absolute truth and thus makes solution of all the problems of life. Thus, it is very, very important to follow dharma. By following dharma, a person will gain sanity, human consciousness, so that he can inquire what is absolute truth. And then if he understands, then if he serves Krishna, the absolute truth, then he becomes happy. 
So that is why I request all of you do not get into this animal life thinking that some external arrangements will make us happy. No, these are all relative arrangements. Nothing can make us happy unless Sarva Dharman Parityajya Maamekam Sharanam Raja. We completely surrender to Krishna. Unless somebody completely surrenders to king, follows the, follows the instructions, where is the question of happiness? So only when we are completely surrendered to Krishna, that is the crux of Bhagavad Gita, then only a person can be happy. So the more we are having rules and regulations in our life, the more we'll be able to develop, first of all, inquiry, inquisitiveness to understand absolute truth. And then absolute truth will be revealed. So we should implement more and more rules and regulations in our life. So that is why one ashrama system recommends for Shudra some minimum rules and regulations. And Vaishya, more rules and regulations. Kshatriya, more rules. Brahmana, more rules. Brahmana also, when he becomes sannyasi, so many rules and regulations. And finally, when a Brahmana becomes perfect, Paramansa, no rules and regulations. So rules and regulations are bothersome, but they are required so that we can one day come out of the clutches of all rules and regulations, we become free. Just like a diseased person, Shanae Shemaya Kalpate, Nashnata Pathyam Evanam, a diseased person, if he eats right foodstuff as per the regulations of the doctor, takes right medicine, follows rules and regulations, there will be no longer any need very soon to follow these rules, regulations, medicines and all. But when he is diseased, he has to follow. So that is why we should implement now, as long as we are in this diseased condition, thinking I am the body, taking body's life after life, we have to follow more and more rules and regulations, not try to shun away the rules and regulations. Of course, not whimsically, under the direction of the scriptures, under personal guidance of a bona fide spiritual master. So such people who are trying to understand absolute truth are of two categories. One are personalist, another is impersonalist. So Arjuna asked this question to Krishna, which of the two ways, two paths is more favorable, which is the best? So Krishna, we saw how clearly he rejected the path of impersonalism. So God is there as we discussed in the previous session and God is continuously emanating energies from his body. All that energy only is transformed into matter that we see around us. The spiritual energy transforms into matter. First, it transforms into Mahatattva. This is how so entire real physics is mentioned in the Bhagavatam. We are dabbling only with quarks, electron, proton and string theory, some energies. Bhagavatam describes what is a real energy. Real energy is Mahatattva that is coming from Brahma. First, Brahm transforms into Mahatattva and Mahatattva, a portion of Mahatattva gets transformed into false ego. From false ego is generated uh, sound. From sound is generated ether. From ether comes uh, then other elements, fire, water, earth. In earth is the grossest manifestation. So thus all the matter that we see around us, it is emanation of sound. Sound was the original element created, the gross element. So that is why the Vedic science was simply by chanting mantras, they could produce anything. They could produce the effect of Brahmastra, the nuclear weapon, simply by producing mantras. And uh, the Brahmastra was so precise that the womb in, child in the womb can be killed without affecting the mother. This is the power of Brahmastra. An energy so huge, entire universe can be destroyed by it. All this is produced by mantra. So mantra or you can use yantra. Yantra is today's science using machines, gross technology. Vedic technology is mantra. They understand everything is coming from sound. By producing right sounds, you can have, you can produce gross manifestations also. You can have desired children also by producing some mantras. You can have weapons, by, you can have so many things, everything by mantra. So now these Brahmanas are not there. Brahmana means people who are trained in chanting the mantras. So we do not see such effects now. So all these mantra chanting, yajna and all is of no use in today's age. If anybody is doing, he's simply cheating. That's a version of the Vedas. First of all, you try to ignite fire simply by chanting mantras. Then you do any other show. Using mastic, you are igniting yajna, doing sitting some mantras. That is only formality of no particular use. So... Uh, The Vedas describe very nicely 
that krishna is there and krishna is emitting brahma jyoti and brahma jyoti transforms into matter so when people try to understand what is absolute truth what is the cause of all causes from where everything is coming some people are just able to understand up to brahma jyoti but they are not able to go to bhagwan brahma parmatmeti bhagwan iti shabdyate absolute truth is understood in three phases so if they are not able to understand go up to bhagwan then that is very great loss in life so those people who meditate upon brahma jyoti as you would have heard many times we have to merge in light god is light god is light as well as god is a person because there is no difference between sun and sunlight similarly god and the light which is coming out of god's body that is one only but still there is difference between the person and the light which is coming out of that personality of godhead so if those people who follow this path a very long serpentine route very troublesome path first of all krishna told klesho adhikatara stesham this path is full of trouble and even if it takes so many troubles it takes a very very long time many many lifetimes it takes to perfect and even after such perfection a person may not approach krishna krishna told te prapnuvanti mam eva they will attain me ultimately krishna has to be attained krishna very clearly tells that also although between me and brahm my brahma jyoti there is no difference still there is difference that is why krishna tells uses the word tu but krishna tells but those people mai asakta manoyamam who are meditating upon me my personal form tesham aham samuddharta ye tu sarvani karmani mai sanyasya matparah mai all their activities are engaged just for my service and they are always absorbed in my thoughts their minded intelligence is absorbed in me then tesham aham samuddharta they need not work very hard i take them out from this process of birth and death i make them immortal give them all happiness whereas others they have to depend upon their own ability and take many many lifetimes and they may not approach the personality of god and thus they may fall down even though they have come to a very high position so thus uh, understanding brahma jyoti as ultimate thing is the greatest disaster that can happen in a person's life that is what lord krishna mentioned and thus krishna did not recommend this part to arjun he told this path is superior bhakti yoga is that is why the topmost part path uh, much better than gyan yoga however those people who cannot understand the science of bhakti yoga they have to follow this gradual process so let us see further verses today we will see how lord krishna defines beautifully this yoga ladder you cannot follow this follow this so what is the perfection of this yoga system that lord krishna explained मयि सन्यस्य मत्परा अनन्येनैव योगेन माम ध्यायन्ता उपासते माम ध्यायन्ता सो मेडिटेशन अपॉन ब्रह्म ज्योति इज डिफरेंट एंड मेडिटेशन अपॉन माम पर्सनल फॉर्म ऑफ कृष्णा इज डिफरेंट दे प्रोड्यूस डिफरेंट रिजल्ट्स सो माम ध्यायन्ता उपासते दोस हु मेडिटेट अपॉन कृष्णा ना चिरात पार्था फॉर देम स्पिरिचुअल लाइफ इज वेरी क्विक इमीडिएटली व्हाई इट इज क्विक तेषाम अहम समुद्दरता आई हेल्प देम आई मेक देम इमोर्टल दे नीड नॉट एंडेवर ऑन देयर ओन Uh, capacity so this is what lord krishna tells is the perfection then we will see verse number 8 onwards mai eva mana adhatsva mai buddhim niveshaya nivasishyasi mai eva ata urdhvam na sanshayah just fix your mind upon me the supreme personality of godhead and engage all your intelligence in me thus you will live in me always without a doubt so this is very important verse mai eva mana adhatsva mana means mind adhatsva means fix mai eva mana adhatsva now here you cannot tell mai means something else krishna has clearly told there are two ways you can meditate upon energy you can meditate upon me that is called mai krishna is telling mai eva so on my personal form yathatatvam as i have shown you the two handed form mai eva mana adhasva fixing the mind on this form mai buddhim and your intelligence also should be absorbed in service of this form this is the perfection of spiritual life which is being recommended to arjun those who cannot understand that they can meditate upon light and take many many lifetimes and risk 
and take this long serpentine route of jnana yoga but krishna is telling mai you can see on the screen very clearly mai eva manah dasva mai buddhim niveshaya nivasishyasi mai eva so those whose minds and intelligence they are completely absorbed in personal form of krishna now our mind intelligence can be absorbed in my form how can i satisfy myself or to some people or animals around me how can i feed my dog take care of my dog when family or some family member some society or country like that but all these things do not satisfy either the people who are object of our meditation or the person who is meditating but when mind and intelligence is absorbed in krishna nivasishyasi mai eva at urdhvam na sanshayah there is no doubt you will live in me always what is the meaning of living in krishna so living in krishna means living on spiritual platform brahma platform so brahma jyoti is directly coming from krishna it is connected to krishna material energy is disconnected from krishna just like the cow is having blood in its body that is uh, internal energy of cow and the blood transformed into milk can be taken out of cow that is cow's energy but separated energy so in a similar fashion this material world is separated energy of krishna so we can live either on the material world or in the spiritual world and sometimes even though a person is living in the material world but he is not on the material world on the material platform he is living in krishna only on the spiritual platform what does it mean a crude example we can understand just like the embassies are there if uh, embassy of one country is there in any country then that country has no jurisdiction upon embassy they cannot arrest the people of the embassy no laws and uh, rules apply to the people of the embassy they are uh, well protected not by the people of that country but by the country which runs the embassy even though the whole country may be poverty stricken american embassies are there in some poor countries also but the people of the embassy will never be poverty stricken their defense their support their salary their living standard will be same the embassies are all very good wherever america maintains its embassies american standards it would be very very nice so in a similar fashion so we cannot tell those people are living in those countries although they are living in those countries but actually they are not they are not affected by the violence of that country by the laws of that country uh, that country may have some other local law but it doesn't apply to the people of embassy in a similar fashion there are living entities who live in spiritual world living entities who live in material world but even though in material world some living entities appear to be there on the material platform they are not if their mind is absorbed in krishna and intelligence is absorbed in krishna there is no doubt krishna is telling ata urdham na sanshaya nivasishyasi mai eva they are living on me so on which platform which energy we are living it depends what is there in our heart the energy all the energies in the body they come from the heart so the soul is living in the heart because of the energy of the soul the heart pumps when the soul is out heart stops pumping so either we can make heart the seat of material energy or if we are thinking of krishna always then krishna controls us then we are acting on spiritual platform spiritual platform is full of knowledge full of bliss and eternality material platform is full of distress and so many other physical and mental anxieties so that is why uh, the solution is even if you are there in a war torn country you live in the embassy not in that country so as soon as we get absorbed always in thinking about krishna and our intelligence is also always absorbed how can i serve krishna throughout the day we are thinking like that then there is no problem in life person experience extraordinary happiness death disease old age all these things do not bother at all this is the perfection of human life which is mentioned in this verse living in krishna so prabhupad requests as people would come sunday love feast was the program which was very famous when prabhupa started the movie even now it is so people would come once in a week and there would be lot of crowds so prabhupa explained so please do not take to krishna consciousness at as a weekly recreation you may take it okay let me hear there is so much anxiety if i hear this class if i hear some kirtan take prasadam it becomes uh, very pleasant my mood becomes good so do not take it as a recreation activity 
so of course it is good that you are trying to understand krishna but this will not solve all the problems you have to live in krishna and what is living in krishna mai eva manadasva mai buddhim niveshaya mind intelligence completely absorbed in krishna every moment of the day a person is thinking of krishna this is called samadhi this is the solution of all the problems then nothing affects a person however you may be wondering how to follow this this is very tough stage so lord krishna being very merciful explains atachittam samadhatum na shaknoshi mai sthiram abhyasa yogena tato mam ichchaptum dhananjaya so it may not be possible for everyone this is very high platform in universe you will find very less living entities who are able to have this platform this is paramansa platform atachittam chittam means mind atha therefore my dear arjuna owner of wealth if you cannot fix your mind upon me without deviation then follow the regulated principles of bhakti yoga abhyasa yogena tato you practice this yoga bhakti yoga mam ichchaptum dhananjay in this way you will develop a desire to attain me so having such consciousness is very 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 difficult but it is easy also somehow or the other if a person develops strong desire i want to attain this platform of constant meditation upon krishna i want to rise elevate myself on this devotional loving devotional spiritual platform then it can be attained but the challenge is we do not have desire to attain simply if we have strong desire and eagerness it can be attained just like a sick person does not have desire to eat similarly on material platform when a person is having lusty and greedy desires actually our life is simply waste of time what most of the people are doing simply if we have two chapatis in a day or maybe four or maybe eight for some people little food is available in any way in any easy profession you can do that simply become a guard or a liftman and simply keep chanting hari krishna mantra entire day keep on pressing lift buttons so very simply you can maintain yourself entire day Yeah, now smartphones are there. Guards are watching movie we see every day. You keep on hearing Prabhupada lectures and keep chanting Hare Krishna mantra, and then you will attain extraordinary platform of spiritual life. But unnecessarily we are having greed. No, I want, I don't want to be. I want some name, fame, some position, and all this is creating just more and more troubles in our life. Greed. There is no limit to greed and lust. I want to satisfy my lust. So there is a lot of hard work in life, and there is a lot of trouble. people are not taught the science of remaining satisfied this is a subject which was taught in the vedic culture when krishna went to gurukul how to remain satisfied this is an art which people need to know which they do not know now so anyway so somehow or the other if people develop desire then they can attain this perfection but desire does not come because of material desires lust and greed in the heart so if a person follows rules and regulations of bhakti yoga very very nicely abhyasa yogena tato under the guidance personal guidance of spiritual master not whimsically then it is possible then a person will develop strong desire just like a person takes medicine eagerness to eat automatically awakens so strong eagerness to have krishna to make spiritual life perfect will happen automatically in proportion to surrenderance to spiritual master in proportion to how many rules and regulations we pick up in our life so we should be very very eager yes prabhu please tell me what next i picked up my chanting i am doing reading what next i should do i am picked i picked up fasting i am getting up in brahm mohurta i am doing seva i am doing preaching what next i should do which next rule and regulation i should follow you should be very very eager to pick up more and more regulations more the more we are regulated in our life the more we are happy no prabhu but i cannot follow this also this these rules and regulations are difficult i cannot get up early in the morning when do i switch off my alarm i do not know it is not possible chanting it is impossible for me i cannot my mind is so i cannot sit for 5 minutes people become some minds are so disturbed people become agitated they cannot focus on 5 minutes for 5 minutes also so krishna is merciful he is telling if you cannot follow the rules and regulations of bhakti yoga then abhyasetya samarthosi matkarma paramo bhava madartham api karmani kurvan siddhim avapsyasi abhyasetya samarthosi asamarth means incapable 
if you cannot practice the regulations of bhakti yoga then just try to work for me because by working for me you will come to the perfect stage mad artham api karmani mad artham artha means purpose mad artham for my purpose for my sake mat karma parmo bhava mad artham api karmani kurvam siddhim avapsyasi you will come to perfect stage simply by working for me so what does it mean working for krishna so we have to understand what is krishna's work krishna has got only one work paritranaya sadhuna vinashaya cha duskritam dharma sansthapanarthaya sambhavami yuge yuge to save the devotees destroy the miscreants to establish religion when these principles are forgotten i come here so to spread this knowledge of krishna consciousness is only work of krishna becoming conscious of krishna krishna's instructions so anybody who is helping krishna in such endeavor that is called krishna karma so if you cannot follow rules and regulations of bhakti yoga then we can work for krishna so just like any organization and any work it needs organization uh, it needs uh, capital it needs land it needs labor so these things are required for krishna consciousness also you can offer yourself in the capacity of labor you work directly for krishna you become preacher we need many many educated intelligent people who can dedicate themselves to spread this knowledge so if you can dedicate your life for preaching krishna consciousness that is best use of your abilities and education uh, if you cannot do that then you can uh, use all your money for krishna we need money also money can be used for constructing temples and centers for spreading krishna consciousness or uh, it can be used for publishing and distributing literatures and books so in this way or distributing prasadam so in this way our money can be used for spreading krishna consciousness or uh, if we have some land especially if you have in mumbai please tell us it's very expensive here if you want 1 acre of land it's 100 crores 200 crores very expensive so it is uh, so difficult so you can offer land so in this way uh, whatever things we need for a regular endeavor regular business purpose same things can be used in the service of krishna either one can work directly for krishna or whatever work we are doing we need not leave work you can be working in a very big position you may be educated businessman or whatever but the result of work can be used for krishna if completely it cannot be used so much surrender is not there still some personal desires are there i think if i kill policeman i'll be happy <laughs> if i get this money we are still stuck on the platform of relative truth we don't have faith in god if i offer everything to god everything is in control of god what is the question of stress in my life that will develop gradually if that is not there at least partially we can do it we cannot full time preach krishna consciousness take few hours out of your day at least take one class whatever you have understood call your neighbors discuss open with them open and discuss bhagavad gita with them bhagavatam with them do some kirtan sit with them do some chanting few hours in a day we can dedicate for preaching we cannot do every day on weekends at least we can do to some capacity all our money we cannot use some portion of our uh, salary income we can use but we have to work in this capacity then we will come to platform of following the rules and regulations and eventually we will be able to come to paramansa platform complete krishna consciousness so if you cannot practice the regulations of bhakti yoga then mat karma paramo bhava mad artham api karmani kurvam siddhim avapsyasi then you just try to work for me working directly for krishna or offering the results of your work to krishna both are called krishna work so this is the third rang first is mai eva manahadasva the next is abhyasa yogena tato practice rules regulations cannot follow any rule and regulation just work for krishna this is also not possible i cannot work prabhu what to do so krishna is very merciful he is telling athay tad apya shakto si kartum madyogam ashritah sarva karma phalatyagam tatah kuru yatatmavan you cannot do this also you cannot work for krishna there could be various reasons sometimes family may not allow or uh, you can be associated with some other faith or ignorance can be there simply we don't understand work has to be done for krishna then what is the hope of such people when they cannot work for krishna then krishna tells sarm karm phalatyagam tatah kuru yatatmavan there is no knowledge of krishna working for krishna then various rules and regulations are mentioned that is called varnashrama dharma 
Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra, they may not be aware of Krishna. Brahmana also may simply know I am not the body. He may not understand further uh, that who is the source of myself? I am spirit soul. Who is the complete spirit, Krishna? This knowledge may not be there. So simply do your duties of Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya and Shudra, but give up the results of your activities for any cause. Sarva Karma Falatyagam. This is the minimum thing which is recommended for everybody. Minimum thing recommended to become peaceful because this is the law of nature. We have to understand we are not the proprietors. If a cashier thinks so much money is coming to me, oh, it should belong to me. That is the greatest mistake. And that money, if cashier tries to enjoy, then that will only bring suffering. That is why the Vedas tell, as uh, we have been discussing, Aho dainyam, aho kashtam, parakyai shan bhangurai, yan nopukuryat aswarthai, martya swagyati vigrahai, aho dainyam, aho kashtam, uh, my wealth and my relative, which I considered mine, if I do not use aswarthyaye for benefit of others, then it will only bring more and more miseries in my life. My family and my money will become the cause of my distress if I do not use in the service of others. Please understand the arrangement of Krishna. So all the species, cow produces milk, cow cannot drink a drop. The plants, the trees, they are there. All they are produced, the fruits, the leaves, their bark and the wood is used in the service of others. So all the species, they contribute like this very nicely for others, but human being is hardly contributing, rather making their lives also hellish, killing other animals and other species also. So we have to understand we are not the proprietor. Mango tree is given ability to produce mangoes by God. Mangoes are enjoyed by others. Similarly, we can produce some uh, nice literary work, nice money or a nice piece of music and XYZ. All these things should be used in the service of Krishna. If cannot be used in service of Krishna, at least the result of our work we should use for others. That is why uh, sacrificing for country or animals or human beings, society, this is also considered good. If a person has no understanding of Krishna, at least you give up the result of your activity. We have to understand we are not the proprietor of the possessions that we may have in this life. We are in charge, just like a cashier is in charge, he cannot enjoy all that money. These people do not know. That is why you will find uh, big, big temples constructed by many people, businessmen and Kshatriyas and like that. But you will not see big, big houses in the Vedic culture. Many temples, thousands of years old, uh, you'll find. The description is there, you know, this uh, Tirupati temple, it is very, very old. Lord Balram also visited 5,000 years ago. So people would construct huge Madan Mohan temple, you see, in Vrindavan, five, not even 1,000, even 100, 500 years ago. Uh, you will not find the house of that businessman who made such a huge Madan Mohan temple, but the temple is existing. So people were knowing this money belongs to God. As soon as they have money, they will use in the service of God. But now people do not know it. Even till some time back, you see so many temples are there, just like Birla temples, you know, Birla family. And so many temples they make, they may not be having so many houses, but so many temples they would make. So when I was, uh, I spent some time in Pilani, and uh, because they are from Pilani. So I went to the school, which is claimed to be the first school of the country. So very nicely he has written Ghansham Das Birla that Apna kaam kiye ja, Bhagwan ka naam liye ja, like this very nicely it is written on the walls. And he was educating his children, his grandsons who was at MIT that do not live a life of sense pleasures and lead a very simple life. And like this very nice instructions have been given, imparted. So, but now the science people do not know. So this is the basic thing. At least give up the results of your activity. We cannot enjoy all that we earn. Then uh, there won't be any peace in life. At least if a person gives this, then there would be peace. There would be sanity. When a person gets sanity, then Krishna explains, Shreyohi jnanam abhyasat jnanat dhyanam vishishyate dhyanat karma falatyagas tyaga shantir anantaram. So better than this is jnana. When a person starts giving up the results of his activities, lust and greed is reduced and he becomes sane and he is able to come to platform of knowledge.
So Jnana platform of cultivating knowledge, it is better than simply doing social service, philanthropy, giving the results to others. Then such a person leaves all such activities, completely reads the Vedas, tries to understand what is absolute truth. This is called Jnana. This is called Jnani. He has no desire of sensual enjoyment in life. This is higher than Karmi platform. And when a person advances in knowledge, then automatically he starts meditation. Jnana Dhyanam Vishishyate Krishna is telling. Dhyana meditation is higher than Jnana also because he has understood what is absolute truth, some glimpse he has got and he's meditating, trying to meditate upon absolute truth. And however, higher stage than dhyan also dhyan is considered very high platform very difficult platform without eating drinking yogi would be sitting in the himalayas for hundreds and thousands of years but higher platform than that is dhyanat karma falatyagas karma faltyag leaving the activities the result of activities for krishna so there are two kinds of karma faltyag one is doing tyag for social platform for uh, society, nation, and other species. Higher than that is Jnana, cultivation of knowledge. Higher than that is Dhyan, meditation. Higher than meditation, Krishna tells us, Dhyanat, Karma Falatyagas, renouncing the, the results of activities for Krishna. So if you are able to donate your wealth to Krishna, then that is much, much higher position than a yogi who could have meditated for thousands of years in the Himalayas. This is the verdict of Bhagavad Gita. So need not spend waste time on such any such meditation. You can be doing whatever activities you do simply offer the results of Krishna and you become much, much higher than the yogi who has got his Kundali perfectly developed, who has attained various Siddhis. He is much, much more advanced as per the verdict of Lord Krishna. Dhyanat karma falat tyagaha. So thus Lord Krishna has very beautifully described this yoga ladder. Uh, so highest platform is complete absorption in Krishna. Person is thinking of Krishna and intelligence also is always thinking, how can I serve Krishna? If a person cannot do that, then he has to follow rules and regulations of Bhakti Yoga. He cannot do that, then uh, the work has to be done for Krishna. If work also cannot be done for Krishna, then meditation. If meditation also is not possible, cultivation of knowledge. Cultivation of knowledge, spiritual knowledge, this does not mean mundane subject, spiritual knowledge. Cultivation of spiritual knowledge is also not possible. Simply give up the results of your activities. You can engage yourself in profession what you are doing, but give up. Please do not enjoy all that you are having. Then your yoga, your process starts. This is the beginning of yoga when a person starts giving up the results of their activities. So thus, this is very nice knowledge, very beautifully explained by Krishna. So I request all of you. So please do not try to control this lust and greed in life. Don't try to think like a thief, trying to solve problems, removing the uh, sources of disturbance, relative sources of disturbance. So Krishna is absolute truth. He is the cause of all happiness. So let us try to follow these things as much as possible and completely surrender to Krishna. Only then when we live in Krishna, when we are always thinking of Krishna, serving Krishna, then we'll experience an extraordinary kind of happiness, which animals cannot think of, which is much, much higher than sensual enjoyment. And that is the objective of human life.